Am I being heard very well? You are being heard. Okay. Um, and it's starting to come up some. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really didn't know what shadow work was either. Yeah, um, I've been so in the mix about it, uh, just confused or even like, like, do I even want to get into something like that? Like, that was my first initial thought, you know, like, because I don't know what it is, right? And then I'm on Pinterest and I find these prompts for writing. Sorry, those are my dogs, but um, <laughs> I find these prompts about journaling, you know, because everybody should journal for real. It's really nice and relaxing. I agree. But, and sometimes you look in that at that blank page and you're like, so what? Because, like, there's a lot that I could start with, but, like, where and what, you know? And so that's why I think prompts are most beneficial when it comes to journaling as yeah. a self-care method. But what I didn't realize was that the the journal prompts that I was reading underneath the title shadow work were things that I had already been doing. Mm-hmm. And even if I wasn't writing it down, I had already been doing that, you know, as far as like asking who I am and like what triggers me and trying to figure out the basis of what's going on in my shadow or with my shadow, you know? And it reminds me of Peter Pan. You know what's funny? <laughs> when I started doing uh, psychedelics, I started going back to watch- Old Disney movies? No, just old, old like- Old movies. Old like, um, that when I first saw it as a kid, mm -hmm. I had this weird feeling. Experience. Like, weird mm -hmm. feeling. So Peter Pan, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Heck yeah. Um, The Never Ending Story. Uh-huh. Um, there's more. Yeah, there's there, a lot there's more. There's definitely more. There's a lot more, and they spark the light bulbs. Huh? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like the the references um in time and yeah um power and all these things that we're actually like living living in is what they call quote unquote magic. In right. A sense. No. Yeah. Yes, I 100% agree, and I feel like it makes me think about Star Wars. I mean, I'm only thinking about Star Wars because I just started watching Star Wars for the first time this weekend. Star Wars. Uh -huh. How could I forget Star Wars? And Matrix. I, yeah. And I'm looking at the machete order for those that are Star Wars fans and they kind of know what that means. But so I'm looking at the, what was that? The Empire something. I don't Empire know. Empire Strikes Back. Strikes Back. Thank you. <laughs> Because aren't they talking about that in, like, the uh, yeah. Other, and it's, yeah. Yeah, and so that was the second one that I had to look at. I think the first one that I looked at was one of the older ones, um, and it was about Luke first learning and seeing what was the Force, you know? Like, this was him first finding Obi-Wan Kenobi and stuff like that. When I tell you this movie was speaking to me, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, this is all I needed my whole life was to watch freaking Star Wars, and that would have just sparked that light bulb first to start the spiritual journey from way before. Like, oh my gosh. And it's so crazy, because of course, even when I was a kid, I felt like I wouldn't have understood what I understand now, and that's okay. But what I'm saying is that that seed would have been planted from when I was a kid, and I would have understood more now. No regrets or anything, but just really reflecting on my lack of star wars in my life i guess because like the way they talk about the force 
It's like they talk yeah. about prana. So the thing that's missing, I feel like, in, in a lot of these things is it's not explicitly discussed. Because mm-hmm. um, not everybody knows how to discuss it. Not everybody, ex- at least the people that we know, I feel like, and the people that raised us, and the people didn't that know how to at. explicitly uh-huh. explain this. Uh-huh. But I always say that, I, I don't know if that was you I was telling, but about Napoleon Hill's uh, Think and Grow Rich, mm-hmm. how white people <laughs> have had these codes forever, and we're just now figuring out mm-hmm. these codes of life. It's a part of the generational stuff. Yeah. curses and blessings you know exactly yeah and that's exactly. all right that's it, all it right. is okay uh-huh. it is okay because now you have it right and my kids gonna have it there. and they kids gonna have it there oh yeah and hopefully the neighbors of all my family will catch it yeah everybody around me <laughs> everybody. understands this law mm-hmm. yeah i know that um but yeah charlie and the chocolate factory mm-hmm. okay i have <sighs> you haven't done psychedelics wait can i pause for two seconds sure Oh no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to pause yeah, to make it easy. I appreciate easy. it. <laughs> but um mm-hmm. when you do psychedelics, um you get like gassy. Mm-hmm. So, if you go back and watch Charlie and Chuck's like factory, mm-hmm. I already when, know what you're talking about. When he's when they're floating to the sky mm-hmm. and he was like um at, they're at the top of it and um he's like you have to release gas. In yeah. order to go down, in order yeah. to float down. Uh-huh. And it's like during psychedelics, you start to get really gassy. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like bringing you back down to earth. Yeah. That makes so me think really about. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, that makes me think about fasting and how, you know, people believe. Well, not people, but I feel it's also the experience. But when you fast, like you start having, I don't want to say more spiritual awakenings, but it's almost like because you're so clean on the inside because you're so empty on the inside yeah the veil can get a little bit thinner you can yeah. start to feel and understand more intuitively a lot better than and i also full. think the yeah full and uh-huh. the the other part of it too is um have you ever noticed when you're sick burping is so relieving yeah um mm-hmm. so like people yeah. say that um a lot of the pains that you feel it's when you die is that same feeling uh-huh. of something pushing against, so like an over overload of something in an yeah. area that's pushing against something yeah. else. That makes me think like about inflammation. Like, and right. Mm-hmm. It, it makes me think about what the body does when it when it dies. Sometimes people will excrete and will mm-hmm. like get rid of all the stuff on the inside, and. I don't know from experience, but I feel like I've seen it on a movie or in a video or something where it's like described to be the worst smell ever because it's a lot more than just feces and urine coming out. It's like they're, hey, (laughs) you know, I don't know how to explain it, but that's, I feel intuitively what I'm feeling about, about that. Yeah. Yeah. Gems. What is your favorite, um, not metaphor or I guess analogy or story from that you got from Peter Pan. You were about to talk about Peter Pan and no, shadow scene, work in his shadow. The scene that, that shook me. Yeah, thanks for the reminder because I yeah, did yeah, want to yeah. touch on that. <laughs> um, so the scene that shook me when I was a kid, and it shook me to the point where I'm getting goosebumps right now. Like, <laughs> do you remember when they were in the room and Peter Pan was in the room with them, but Peter Pan was fighting his shadow mm-hmm. and like trying to. Was he trying to reattach it to himself or something? 
I'd have to look at it again. It's kind of like taming your shadow in a sense. You see what I mean? Make your shadow follow you and do what you and need. And do what I need. Because I always think about, you know, I guess uh, ego is kind of related to shadow too. I, or it, no, it's the, it's the, the over, the, the hopes and dreams that you never fulfilled and mm-hmm. right. That's the and any traumas up, you experience for shadow work for shadows. Right. Um, and I feel like I consider the ego like just the fleshy self. I don't know. Yeah, but but the thing is, like, I think the the comparison is that you want to make your ego work with you, not against you, because you can make mm-hmm. your ego mm-hmm. go with you. Mm-hmm. So I, I've actually, when I'm sorry to even sidetrack right now, but no. I heard about what was it? Um, it was something along the lines of like shedding the ego, mm-hmm. or. I don't know. Like I, I felt the vibe from what from that from what the article was saying. It was kind of like someone out there is intentionally trying to disconnect from the ego a little bit. I think in the way that like there's a possibility some things can. <sighs> Let me see. I'm thinking about it in the way that like not that the ego is negative, but you know how like when someone's being prideful or whatever and you're kind of like oh that's just your ego speaking yeah and it's not necessarily a good feeling mm. you know but it's not bad because we all have one you know what i'm saying it's just like i guess what peter pan was trying to do like how do you control or how do you you know what i think duality? i got it mixed up the, the shadow is the id the id so think i of think so freudian and mm-hmm. so you have ego super ego and the id mm-hmm. and the ego and the super ego come the ego in the uh, id come together to make the super ego which right is you. okay right and i think that yes i'm seeing the diagrams in my head yeah and yeah, I think, yeah, okay. yeah it's hitting like that mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah i i that da- i dive deep into that at one point this year 2022 and um I didn't go too far because I, I peeped that it was going to take some work, you know, um, which I don't mind. I, I always encourage, like, self-improvement and uplifting yourself and always trying to better yourself and stuff. Um, but back to Peter Pan, I feel like that was definitely something that when I was a kid, it concerned me. And it not that, like, I looked at my shadow on the ground in the hot sun and was a little bit concerned like can this thing move without me for real because when i'm not looking i don't know what it's doing (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) and it makes me think right because i've been through some some spiritual experiences that still blow my mind to this day but the more that i learn and the more that i grow and the more i experience i feel like the more that i'm kind of my mind is aligning with what it could be you know what with what a possible explanation can be and i'm always more accepting of these explanations now you know so in the way that like your shadow this is something that i might consider as my higher self possibly and i don't know to what degree just yet but you think the shadow is the higher self in the way that it's like okay i feel like me and you talked about this before but i feel like um me in, in this battle, right I know, right? <laughs> they about to start fighting. Solo, back back. We'll Solo, that. not right here. Not Anywhere right here, else. buddy. Anywhere else? Go. No. <laughs> Look Solo. at that little hand. Solo, right? <laughs> Go, buddy. Keep your 
Come over here. Come over here. Come here. Come on. Let's get tired. Good girl. Go play. That way. <laughs> See? See? I knew it was coming. Yeah, it was coming. And all she wants <laughs> is some love, and he's just doing the most. <laughs> so he just wants to fight. So crazy. Yeah. But, um... Oh, yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. So... I think I was telling you this before, and I don't know to what extent that this theory is accurate or has any weight or anything like that, but um, I think that the me that's inside of this vessel right now and this fleshy being, this sack of flesh, um, I think that I'm just an extension of someone that's bigger Um, and that I can feel, but I just am trying to get a better understanding of the connection and... In the way that, like, me in the fleshy self in the 3D world right now, I'm just an extension of something greater. And in the way that, like, I am merely just the hand of the vessel of this being. You know, I'm just the toe or the foot or something. I like, think it's even smaller. I think I'm just a molecule on this bigger attached, person. Right? <laughs> just a part of the atoms. You have know? you ever seen Horton Here's a Who? Yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have heard that. Just uh-huh. a speck of dust in another universe or reality yeah. or whatever. I actually seen, um, just a little side note, but I actually seen this kind of explanation of the universe. And I think it might have been on Joe Rogan's show. That's pretty so cool. Shout out to Joe Yeah, Rogan. shout out to him. <laughs> but um, he basically, or whoever was speaking, was saying that you have a universe, and inside of every universe there are or is a black hole and inside of that black hole is a connection to another universe and still inside of that universe there are more connections to billions of other universes so it's kind of like a continuing going on as though like imagine a mirror facing a mirror and you angle it a little bit to see a thousand other reflections of the same thing like you know and I think it holds weight even to how we exist on earth right now you know to where there's probably so many other earths out there but not out there, just kind of like existing right alongside. And in the way that like, again, like I'm just the smallest speck of a bigger being that I cannot see, I'm not even aware of, I can't interpret that. It makes me think about dimensions. Yeah, I was just going to say that too. Like from first to 12th or whatever numbers out there. I think it would have to be infinity of a number. Of dimensions. Like it could never end. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Getting yeah. is Wrapping my head around that is the hardest part. Well, it's funny because I don't think, like not to, to go back and forth, but I don't think that the mind wraps around it. I think it's wrapped around my mind. Woo. Yeah. I can't expand enough to even understand that. <laughs> <laughs> It's wrapped around me, you guys. Yeah. I don't have a choice it's out every, here. Yeah, you don't You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. That's the biggest thing that I love that I learned about manifesting is that it is happening whether you want it to happen or not. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so that, I guess that's another piece of shadow work, but um, releasing and going with the flow. And accepting. Accepting. And surrendering. 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 I still can't float in, in a pool, though. 
Yeah, it's a technique to it in my I'm mind. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I know for a fact, uh-huh. and this translates closely to life, um, I just get anxious. You know, and so my stomach tenses up, but I, but that's, I'm pretty sure that's what I do with life. So that messes you up for floating. (laughs) So what happens with floating is because if I'm being real with you, that's kind of where I start at when I teach people to swim. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm a swim teacher or anything, but when I teach little, little people, children and stuff, I'd be like, you know, if you want to float and you have an emergency, you have to breathe. Mm -hmm. You have access to air. You're on the (laughs) surface. So it's like when you take that big inhale, and you put all that air and oxygen into your chest, you're going to float. And you have to have faith that you're capable of floating because that's what the air is meant to do for you. It's to help you float, help you go with the flow, you know? That's why I don't know yet, I don't know yet, but sometimes I really wanna get into to breath work. I don't know how. You know what's funny? Mm-hmm. I did, I did, I tried a Wim Hof method. method mm-hmm. And- What's that? Yeah. Um, it's this guy, that guy that does all those ice plunges. Oh. And he talks a lot about breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, but one day, you know, and it always works if I am dedicated to, like, my meditation or going to the gym, either one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I was working out a lot before this, and someone sent it to me, and basically you, like... Let me find it because I would yeah, like to tell you exactly what it says. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Um, bec- But I was able to hold my breath. Mm-hmm. I promise you, I can't. It was some ridiculous number. Yeah. But like you have to do so many in-breaths and, and out-breaths and mm-hmm. in-breaths. And then you're build- building yourself up to take the biggest in-breath. Polo, come here. Why are you in there? Stay out here. Thank you. You're building yourself up to take the the deepest in breath mm-hmm. that'll let you hold it for, for a long, long amount of time. Uh-huh. There are humans out here that can hold their breath for four minutes and possibly over. I really don't know. I'm just sharing like, you know, like it, it blows my mind, but there's some type of life that comes with, with breathing. Of course, like I, it makes me think about the Bible where um the creation of man, it was described to be like, like sculpting pottery mm-hmm. and uh there was a moment where god just breathed his breath into us i know god breathe on me you know that song i'm talking about <laughs> i fuck with kanye number one. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Just go with the flow of the breath. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Into the belly, into the chest, and let go. Like a wave. Make it circular. Pull it in and letting go. Just keep on going. 
no pause between inhalation and exhalation. I love this. Try it. Um, I was trying to see how long it's going to take to get to the... Mm -hmm. Trying to see how long they make you hold it for. But it slows down hit, so you do 30. Mm -hmm. And now you blow it out, 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 out. And now you hold your breath. And it goes up to a minute and 30 of doing these type of cycles. I love that. Yeah, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. It's very fascinating. I, I've, right I, I've definitely experienced something close to that. Not the you know exact technique, but they've had meditation things on Netflix. You know that does little breathing Did you exercises do, um, headspace? before. I think so. I think it is called Headspace. I love Headspace, I love headspace too. We're lit. <laughs> but yeah, um, breath work, breathing. It's definitely our power, I feel. And I notice that when I feel anxious, it really feels like I'm holding my breath. Mm. And um, there are really, you know, vulnerable experiences where I'm like, yo, hold on, I can't breathe. And I think that's like what <laughs> asthma is, too. Yeah. It's a panic. Uh-huh. And you're not, you're holding your breath. Uh -huh. so Child, listen, I ain't gonna touch on that. I've seen some people almost die about that. <laughs> no, but no, I'm just saying uh -huh. it's it's a very extreme case of that someone who uh -huh. doesn't know how to properly b breathe. Yes, I I I was told I had asthma when I was in middle school. Uh -huh. Um, but luckily, you know, I still played sports, so I was able to learn that I was just not breathing or breathing wrong or like running and <laughs> too much and not finding the flow. Yeah. Um, no one taught me of the breathing flow and no that's another thing that me. kids should be taught like hold mm -hmm. um doing push-ups i noticed i would hold my breath or planking i would try to hold my breath i'm like why are you holding your breath breathe yeah. it's funny because when i got my first tattoo i held my breath but like my second i'm lying my second i held my breath and um to the point where the guy was like hey like she's gonna have to breathe and i was like you're right hold on i <laughs> 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 gotta gotta organize my breath real quick mm -hmm. and I surely did, you know. I got tattoos on my ribs, so that's why I was like, is breathing going to mess him up? Like, you know, it didn't, though. He's a professional. You know, shout out to Alex. Yeah, and you need to breathe. Mm-hmm. You definitely need to breathe. Yeah, girl. Shadow work. Shadow work. And Peter Pan. And shadows. Let me see, because I want to see. The only thing that, not the only thing, but the thing that hits me in my head right now about Peter Pan is, like, he was teaching them kids how to fly. Yeah. Bruh. So I always think about Peter Pan when I'm meditating, and mm -hmm. I get to that place where um, he's in, like, you're in complete zen, mm -hmm. and it feels like flying. Yep. 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 And it does feel like flying. I get like that in cars when I'm driving. And, um, you know, visualization is like my superpower. I have a great imagination if I can mm. brag a little bit. And mm -hmm. um, when I drive, like there are some really big wings coming from the top of my car. 
and they are mm-hmm, flapping that's real. and we are flying through. You know what my mind always makes me think? Um, when I'm in a car, especially if I have a seatbelt on, uh-huh. I feel like I am a car. I am like, a car. It's just one blended. One thing, one body. Of, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> now imagine imagine how the soul feels. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think about that often. It feels like driving. Like when I think Ooh, about driving. I love that. Like how uh-huh. they depict cartoons, uh-huh. um, the little alien, alien inside uh-huh. a bigger person. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like, man. That's why I can't, I can't like claim this vessel. It was given to me, you know? So it's like, I can cause I'm in it, but it's like, I'm not my hand yet again. My hand thinks it's a part of me in the mm. way that it actually is. But if I cut my hand off, it's just a lost hand. Yeah. 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 We don't grow. It is back, what it is. It's just gone, but I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> and I'm still amazing. Handless. Handless. Mm-hmm. I always look at, um, you know, shout out to disabilities. Because mm-hmm. they humble me. Because I'd be like, damn, you got to have some. Uh, some secret power. Some some courage. <laughs> like, in courage is a secret power. Mm-hmm. Not everybody got courage, no. Yeah. And us able-bodied people, we sit here and like, oh, man. I couldn't imagine. No, the hell I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can empathize, mm-hmm. though. But I can't imagine because I'm not changing my entire life. And, like, you know. I went back and watched Forrest Gump, too. Mm-hmm. You ever seen Forrest Gump? Mm-hmm. When Officer Dan loses his legs. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I rewatching it again. I don't know why every time I think that he would take his life, but he never did. He never did. Great story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I always think that uh, Bubba lives. I don't know how I get those two mixed up. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right. we're human, right? Unfortunately, and fortunately, fortunately, the only fortunate. Mm-hmm. That's like the entire blessing, isn't it? Yeah, you only get to do it once, and it's just a fart in time. Or do we? Well, you only get to do what you're doing now once, mm-hmm. and that's the truth. You can't do what you were doing before again, and you don't know what you're about to do next. Mm-hmm. So, truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. Had, did you ask yourself these questions? Um, no, but when I read I them, they were familiar questions that mm-hmm. I've asked. When did I lose my innocence as a child to where it shattered my heart? And how have I treated myself since? Shattered my heart. See, that's intense. It's really intense. I'd probably (laughs) skip that one to be real with you. I I don't think, and I think this is one of the fortunate things about my life, why... I don't know. I see a lot of things different than a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, my childhood wasn't really bad. Mine either. Like, I can look for stuff like... Mm -hmm. You know, my brother had more attention than I did, but mm-hmm. is that really like no. I still got attention? Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I had, if it's not from one person, that's what you have to learn. You know, uh-huh. um, that it takes a village, so you have to rely on several different people to be a figure of blank mm-hmm. for you wherever you are in your life. And the more um, good figures in a child's life, the better they're molded. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. Yeah, nature so versus nature. I don't know that shattered my life. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't feel like I can pinpoint anything that really did anything like that. Like, I mean, I lost a, some basketball games when I was growing up that were yeah. very traumatic for me because I put in my blood, sweat, and tears. Oh yeah. <laughs> but outside of that, oh yeah, no. Let me think. Childhood. If high school counts, as ch- I mean, of course, high school I guess ch- it does. counts. But I, I, you know, psychology. I'm thinking adolescence and versus childhood. But yeah. Um, you know, high school was fucking weird, bro. Like, I just felt like <laughs> it was just, it was just weird. And it was like, even then I felt like this is the biggest test of my life. And I'm just gonna like breeze through this, like, like it is what it is, you know? And then somehow I made a connection earlier that, oh, I'm about to graduate. <laughs> I get to go somewhere different. I get to be around different people, and I get to make change. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so then this ain't going to last that damn long. Okay, let me start counting down then. Okay, you know? Yeah. And so it's like I could take my experience and turn it into a fucking movie, if I'm being honest with you. And I'm pretty sure that every individual out there can turn their life into a movie you know so it's like who am i to say that my yeah if you take all the bad parts it makes a good movie you know like what (laughs) it's like you love the drama but i don't so that's where i'm kind of like i'm not gonna focus on that and even when i was there experiencing such terrible feelings amongst all of these crazy people in my opinion um because let's be honest teenagers are fucking crazy (laughs) i was crazy as a teenager too so we're all there but um likewise Right, mean. I was mean. Yeah, I was very mean. like I didn't have no choice but to be mean. Like people was mean to me. Like I felt like people was just always trying me. Like <laughs> just always making up stuff. Like always like trying. Now to I understand rumors. it's the paradox. It is. It really. You're being mean, so you're getting mean, and you're being. But you don't know where it's starting from. It's just. But it's crazy because I'm only gonna be mean to the people that's mean to right. me now. I'm just saying. Like I have my little my little crew, my people that like I really fucked with, and I still fuck with to this day. But, like, at some point, like, I really was just, like, I'm going to have to make the best of what this is right now. And I'm still going on my field trips. I'm still going to have fun. I'm still going to get good grades. And, you know, and, like, I found whatever coping mechanism I needed to survive, and I did. And it made me who I am today. So it's, like, I can't really look back and say, like, something that shattered my life. Like, no, Mm -hmm. that did not shatter my life. I'm still here, like, Mm -hmm. you know, but, like, losing people or something yeah that's intense i lost a couple of pets that just ruined you yeah. know vibe r.i.p oscar you know the last dog i can actually take care of like i don't i'm i'm afraid to get a dog because of death and i'm like i don't want to deal with that you know mm-hmm. that and is sad. It, it's, it's very sad but but, mm-hmm. but you know that's uh, death is a part of life but um i don't know i know i lost my flow Mm-hmm. when I was in high school probably my senior year because I feel like I started hiding myself from people mm. I didn't trust nobody because mm. everybody was like I'm gonna sum it up to just wishy-washy and then I just was like all right like I just I know what it is like this is not the crowd or the place or the time to think that I could be trusting somebody out here and so I started finding friends outside of school, and I had a great time still at those ages, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't I can't look back and say I had a terrible childhood. I know people that had a fucking terrible childhood, okay? Like, I didn't 
have a terrible childhood. I was fucking blessed. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Thank my spirit for jumping into the family that I did. I love them, you know? Likewise. And, like, it just... If anything, I can pinpoint, like, all the little parts of my childhood that I wish would have been bigger. And, you know, and to answer the question, how have I treated myself since, Mm -hmm. um, I definitely... Uh, give myself whatever it is that I thought I was lacking. Oh, easily. Yeah. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'll do it for myself now. And kind of when I started to think that, my my parents and my um, family and friends started treating me the way that, you, you know, I was, I was treating myself, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Am I okay? The next question. Am I okay with the fact that not everyone will like me? Why or why not? How does it make me feel? I'm okay with the I'm fact that. Very oh, okay I'm very with okay that. with I that. I love that. <laughs> Bitch, don't like me. <laughs> like, like. I'm reading in um in the psychology of money, and I want to say it was in another book too, um but, um. Rich people, or not even rich people, wealthy. There's a difference between wealthy and rich, mm-hmm. and wealthy is not seen. Mm-hmm and rich is flashy Mm -hmm. so you could be looking at someone who looks Mm -hmm. rich Mm -hmm. but their debt is tremendous Mm -hmm. in order to look that way Mm -hmm. and if you don't have a balance which a lot of people let's be real don't have a balance Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because it's hard to do Mm -hmm. um that if you want to be wealthy you have to sacrifice looking rich not sacrifice looking rich but it's wiser yeah it's wiser to not put it as number one yeah. on the list because i feel like that is i don't i mean hypothetically or just speaking generally i feel like it's a poor mindset to want to get and find money only to be flashy it's like the light that you naturally have isn't good enough hmm? yeah you know I, I i would want a lot of us to stop thinking that we could take all these flashy things with us anywhere can't take it with mm-hmm. you but leave that shit where you don't even know where you're going <laughs> leave it on the shelf sis yeah sir leave it leave it there you don't shout out it. to erica badu for bag lady oh yeah let him go <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just as simple as opening up your hand and releasing mm-hmm. I, I always try to remind myself that too uh-huh. there's two things you could be holding on to something uh-huh. and you could be holding I was going to say onto something, but I mean it in two different ways. I know what you mean, though. <laughs> I feel like we're you're holding, Yeah, you're holding something heavy in your hands. So think of like a weight or something in your mm-hmm. hands. But you can also be holding onto the edge of a cliff when you should let go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because the restarting or the resurgence, the rebirth that comes from death, it's all meta- metaphors. Um, there's a new mm-hmm. rebirth. Mm-hmm. You gotta let it go. Yeah, and it's scary because you don't know what Ooh. happens after this. Oh, but... getting the goosebumps. <laughs> I gotta tell you a story. Right? Go ahead. It's yeah. a dream. Yes, I had a dream. Right, so I don't even know where to begin. There was a time in my life where I guess I had to let some go, and um, what happened was I was in a mall or some type of just big building that was somewhat open, like had windows and things, and walking through it everybody started running and it was like oh snap everybody's going in a direction so I'm not a part of the herd I'm gonna bust a left and veer out of this crowd and I go down an escalator and I see a blue shell 
as I'm seeing this shell, like six other people run by and then a lady tries to come up and I drag, I grab the shell and she's like, what? I wanted that. And I'm like, lady, everybody's getting out of here. Let me get this by. And so I keep it moving. Um, I end up at an open wall and the wall is extended almost like what you would think, um, like a platform, like think of like swimming tournaments when they do the flips off of the board at the, you know, at the top over up all those stairs and ladders and things. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I'm at the top of this platform and there's three people at the edge of the platform. One of them is my brother and he's like, come on, you gotta go. And I was like, what you mean I gotta go? And so I go up to the edge of the platform and I see literally like, it's like a slide, like imagine Mario Kart, but no edges, of course, Mario Kart. And it's like, it seemed more like a tapestry or a banner or something. It just didn't seem thick enough to hold any weight, but it did, but it was really high off the ground. We're talking like easily five stories, you know? And um, it goes all the way down to the edge where it's hanging up on these two like very thin poles. And so I'm just like, wait, there's no, there's no edge. I'm just gonna hit the ground. Why would I jump off of this right now? And I'm terrified. And so I look at my brother and he's like, you got this. Do what you gotta do. I'm like, all right. So I literally turn around and I just kind of slide backwards on my stomach, like prepared to land on my feet. So when I get to the bottom of this like slide tapestry thing, it's very thin, it's like paper, and I'm holding onto it with my fingertips, and I'm like, oh God, I'm about to die. <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. looking down, it's really far. And so something in me was just like, maybe if I want to land as soft as a feather, I will. And so I let go. And then I landed the softest I've ever landed before in my life. And you know, the thing is, is that usually that's big because usually if you're falling in a dream, you're supposed to wake up, but, but you landed. I landed and I'm looking around after I land. I'm looking up to see if the three people are still up there and they're not. Hmm. I do what I had to do. I don't think do. I've ever jumped off anything in a dream and landed. Yeah, child, I had to jump. Does that mean I die every time? I don't know. You freak out <laughs> before you, you find out. <laughs> <laughs> and you just still living your dream. Yeah, yo, my dreams are kind of lucid. Not kind of. They're very lucid. I've died a million times. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're going to get it tonight. You're going to get in there and be like, I want to know what happens. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Or they're telling me, you already know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> You're good. That's why you woke up. That's why you woke up. Mm -hmm. That's such an in interesting concept. Um, thinking that your dreams are somewhere else mm -hmm. and what if this is the dream mm -hmm. because if you think about your ideas of time mm -hmm. how you know we're only sleep but it, you feel like it's a long ass time that you've been asleep but it's been like 30 minutes mm -hmm. an hour nap but mm -hmm. you feel like you slept forever right. sometimes i'll wake up and think i missed the entire day yeah. <laughs> and i'm like dang and i check the clock i'm like oh oh thank god that's Sorry. Like good sleep. <laughs> that was a good sleep. <laughs> I was knocked. <laughs> yeah. You never know. This this could be the dream. I mean, technically, I guess this is the dream. Isn't that what Don Miguel Ruiz? I was going to tell you that, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. that some people out there really say it is the dream. Yeah, yeah. It is. And, um, you know, I got to be honest with you. When I'm in these dreams and I'm lucid dreaming, I feel exactly like how I feel right now sitting on this couch. Mm -hmm. I feel alive mm -hmm. to the point where, like, I mean, 
you know how powerful the brain is. So let's be real. Like when I'm getting hit in a dream, I'm like, oh, snap. You know, I don't know that it hurt, but I'm definitely reacting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, snap, you know, and I'm like, they just hit me like, you know, and I'm like imagining that it hurts at this point. Mm. So, yeah, because I always think about that. So uh-huh. <laughs> I've had some. Let me tell you a story. Uh-huh. Um, I love telling people this story. I love it's this. so funny uh-huh. <laughs> to me. It's so funny. Uh-huh. Um, so I was high one day and I'm cooking. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the coils. Mm-hmm. on a stove mm-hmm. how they some do you, you have the ones that pop out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i usually always cook on the front one but i wanted to cook on the back one mm-hmm. but i so i put my pot everything was over there for the back one mm-hmm. but unknowingly i turned on or at one. least not known to my conscious state mm-hmm. <laughs> i turned on the front one mm-hmm. so i go to push it down Mm. And I press all the way down and I get it in there too. Mm-hmm. And it's only, I, I noticed these like split seconds where you can see that something terrible just happened, but you don't feel it yet. Oh, let me tell you how I've had it, had that experience since childhood. Yeah. It happens till this day. Yeah. It's my, like even to the point where my mom's like, yeah, like her pain, her pain is just like slow reacting. Mm. I don't know. Another one that I've done too was, I've um, I've consciously, you know, been around people and we go to like, I don't know, a fast food restaurant and, you know, the cups are all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and my cup I know is water. And what's funny is my I picked up somebody else's cup on accident. And for I wish I could time how long it took. But there is a second in there where my mind actually believed it was it wasn't coke it was water, water. Mm-hmm. and t- like it took a while for me to figure you know figure what i mean you find those gaps uh-huh. <laughs> yeah that your mind wanted it to be water mm-hmm. so it told you it was water it was water yeah that could happen with potatoes if you tell yourself it's an apple mm. yeah i heard i see that i uh-huh. can see that a little bit uh-huh. same thing with cucumber if you're and, and watermelon if you say one is the other it'll taste like it mm. like you get a sweet enough cucumber i feel like you know It'll taste like a watermelon, but people really put sugar on cu- cucumber for it to taste like watermelon sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Interesting, right? I've never tried that. Mm-hmm. But it w- these are things that I feel like I've heard when I was either a kid or like a adolescent or something. And I think I might have actually tried to experiment. And I was like, oh, it does. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, um, yeah, but dope. like pain, there's this, it's like because of the reality of things. That's why you believe it hurts. Oh my or god, you yeah. Believe it. I remember I was like ten years old. My mom was cooking in an empty pot or in, in an empty skillet, and she was like, "Oh yeah, grab the skillet." And when I say I grabbed the skillet, like I'm grabbing the edge of it, and I'm looking at my hand on it, and then I'm looking at her, and she's looking at me, and I'm looking at my hand. And I was like, "Oh shit!" And I took my hand off. <laughs> took a little minute though, you know. And I looked at my hand, and I wasn't burned. Mm. Oh, I was burned. My nah. shit was fucked up. Nah, it was By the way, up. here's a tid- tidbit for everybody because I got this from my stepdad when that happened. Uh-huh. I didn't have it. I needed to go to the. <laughs> it was such a terrible um, day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was in college. Um, but I didn't have any gas to go to the store to get me anything because mm-hmm. I didn't have a first aid kit. Mm-hmm. And um, because I didn't have any gas, I was trying to pump gas with 
my left hand. Like, it was really difficult. Oh, my God. And so my stepdad said to go to the store mm-hmm. and get, um, like, canned vegetables. So I got gotcha. canned green beans. Yeah. And he was like, you put it in a, a bowl and mm-hmm. put your hand in there. Gotcha. And because of the preservatives, this is why I stopped eating a lot of things, uh-huh. um, because of the preservatives in the... Um, vitamin C and uh-huh. vitamin C, uh, vegetable can. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where did I get that from? It's okay. <laughs> In the vegetable can, um, I guess as, acts as a sedative uh-huh. or antibiotic or uh-huh. pe- you know penicillin uh-huh. to the, which is terrible. Uh-huh. For eating that. I mean, hey, I, I just learned something new for survival. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important. At the minute I put my hand in there, the pain was uh-huh. gone. Oh, I got to be honest, though. I don't eat canned vegetables. So it, have some on you. Yeah, but definitely. Story, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's your emergency first aid kit DIY. DIY. Uh-huh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you don't have it, you have it. Stepdad's secret. <laughs> <laughs> They're valuable. <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, no, that's just, it's crazy. How our minds are just so large, so grand. We're blessed. And God's in there, you know, powering us up. Right. For those that aren't into that, that spirit. Right, what about happening. this question? Mm-hmm. What am I most afraid of? Why and how can I overcome these? Spiders. Yeah. They just so ugly. <laughs> Freak me out. It's like an alien creature and it just mm. Mm-hmm something about it since a kid i was terrified Woo. even like the itsy bitsy spiders you know that are just in the window seal mm-hmm. i was like ah freaking out like not like terrified now but still don't like them well how can you overcome those <laughs> just you know keep spraying them <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i try to i try to do a um <laughs> Like a vibration feeling thing uh-huh. about spiders, like whether I should kill them or not. Some of them I let them live yeah. because I, I feel bad mm-hmm. going around killing everything you see. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but some of them, I'm like, uh, if I foresee you crawling on my face, you gotta go. Yeah, you sure do. <laughs> it's oh my me gosh. or you, and I don't know you. And I'm gonna choose me, self love. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy though, cause. Spiritually, uh, one of my best friends, Totem, is uh, a spider. So there are moments where I see a spider and then I get a phone call and I'm like, bruh, that was you? I'm over here fighting a what spider. What do you mean? Because, like, he's really connected to spiders. Like, he just, like, is always in alignment and then there's a spider. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like, he's manifesting and then there's a spider. Like, you know, it's not, like, in his house but just on walks or random like catches his eye and stuff like the signs and the wonders like he considers that a sign you know so now that he's considered it a sign so much i'm sitting here like fighting spiders and then i'm getting text messages or phone calls from my friend and i'm like thank you for hitting me up but i don't appreciate all these spiders bro (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. i think about that though butterflies and stuff i really appreciate the little the little things in life like that like yeah, so you have to notice that you have to take one with the other. Yeah, you know, they're all in a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. If you got rid of all the spiders, something about the butterflies would screw up. Yeah, we I would, don't know what we it would is. have a lot of flies and a lot of other bugs that need to be eaten. 
my spiders. Right. I keep my daddy long legs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you can Yo, help me out. We got one in the closet. You yeah, hey, you good. You good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep eating whatever's in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Reminds me of Charlotte's Web. Now I want to go back and watch Charlotte's Web. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Maybe she was looking out. Mm-hmm. She probably was looking she out. Now that I'm thinking was, about right? it. Mm-hmm. I every, feel like in the cartoon, she gave a vibe that was kind of clutch sometimes. Right. You know? I can't mm-hmm. recall, but right. We read that. We read uh, Stuart Little. I loved Stuart Little. So, so do we need mice in a sense? <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved Stuart Little. So cute. It was so cute. Mm-hmm. And do you, did you watch the, um, I think it's called The Little Vampire? Yeah, the same that little was, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That little boy. What's his that name? was the cutest movie. He was in a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. He was in Peter Pan. Yes. He was? Yeah. There was a, yeah, a live action Peter so. Pan, and that was him older, and I was like, no way. <laughs> Cute lad. He was. Aww. What am I most afraid of? Yeah. Most afraid of? I've overcome my fear of death. That's kind of gone. Oh, yeah. I'm not even worried about that. It's Mm-mm. like. My, mine, I mean, at this point in my life now, we can get on the this topic um doing something i don't want to do for the rest of my life mm-hmm. i don't know fill in the blank to what i don't want to do mm-hmm. but it's everything on the list that i don't want to do i don't want to do for the rest of my life mm-hmm. as far as you know making a living mm-hmm. ca- career wise mm-hmm. that would be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how do i overcome it i am working on that right now as we speak uh-huh <laughs> Uh, an idea popped in my head maybe maybe mm-hmm. i don't know because i'm like if money isn't real then my methods of making money technically aren't real Mm-mm. which means i can make them what i want them to be at any point in time in your life for the rest of your life mm-hmm. you don't ever have to stick to one thing you can keep it moving keep it moving keep it moving forward forward mm-hmm. pause take a break forward forward mm-hmm. you know because <laughs> You know, I don't know. Like at the same time, it's it's traditional to like what you do and do it every day. Yeah, I need the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Feel free to freestyle. This is so cool. <laughs> I really appreciate being able to share thoughts and express feelings and be heard and hopefully allow seeds to be planted or connections to be made but of course like there's always choices you know always perspectives consider many things at least I consider many things as possibilities there's so much possibility infinite possibilities you know literally at one point in my life i thought aliens were not real but i'm gonna wait because the hostess is not here and i know that she would be really excited (laughs) Mm -hmm. mind body and spirit they're very important. 
health and wealth. These questions are like so crazy. I'm looking at the shadow work prompt. Oh, I had told them about um, something about aliens. Love what aliens. did I just say? Well, uh-oh. <laughs> I'll listen to it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, see, I done got distracted and then whelp. Mm-hmm. And I'm so crazy. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to save it for when she gets back so that way we could talk about it because she'll be excited. Ooh. Did you see an alien recently? Recently? No. Mm-mm. Have oh, you ever? Not. Ever? No. Uh, I have a little story. I, I've <laughs> seen, yeah, I mean, I've seen stuff in the sky, you know what I'm saying? But I really hope that I, I don't want to say have not come across an alien being as a, you know, non-human but there have been moments where like i've been like yo like was that a human Hmm. Hmm. let me stop (laughs) so my story Uh which is so long ago you know you wish something would happen at least well i probably wouldn't been abducted if it happened twice Mm. but (laughs) i was i had a dog at the time and the way my neighborhood was set up is there's you know a straight their townhome so they all look the same Mm -hmm. and it's a, I would say maybe a good mile. Um, so I, there's houses on one side, houses on the other side. And I go across the street and I look to my right and everything's fine. Every, nothing's weird going on outside. Mm-hmm. I go to the other side. Um, she uses the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, we're crossing back over to my house and I look down and a little over a mile mind you it's like maybe like nine at night so it's fairly dark Mm -hmm. it's not dark 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 but just turned dark yeah um there's this bright light just a bright white light Mm -hmm. and it seemed like it was coming like because it's getting bigger Mm -hmm. um and then all of a sudden it makes this noise and mm. I still remember it. Um, it was like a, Ooh. and we ran and I, <gasps> I know, I know for a fact that was something because my dog beat me to the door. Like I Ooh. promise you my dog beat me to the door. <laughs> so I know it wasn't just me. No. You know what I mean? Of course. So I ran up and I remember running upstairs and running cause my window faced that way. Mm-hmm. And I was looking out the window like, trying to see what Mm -hmm. it was and Mm -hmm. I couldn't see anything there was another time I promise you and my mom can attest to this one completely separate maybe maybe a year separate um but we were no I was in my house again my brother's room and my window faced that direction Mm -hmm. and lightning wasn't raining anything wasn't storming Mm -hmm. But lightning kept striking. I promise oh. you, in the same area, 
for over it had to have been over 45 minutes yeah that's scary had to have been and i got my mom to show her and it was so creepy and my mom suggested that we go follow it mm-hmm. but we got to like the road and was like this is not a good idea no this is not a good idea <laughs> so we, we turned back home um but it it kept going for another 30 minutes after we came back i love the adventurous spirit in your mom <laughs> I love that. And I love how smart she is to say this no, is not good. No, I think that was me. And I'm, <laughs> la- I'm glad she listened to her child because <laughs> yeah. she raised her right, okay? Because <laughs> right. don't go to it. It was interesting. Uh-huh. I, I'm still curious what that was. like. And that, where was this? I mean, if you, the state. where Florida and Palm mm-hmm. Beach. Both of these happened yeah, in Palm Beach in, in the happening. same house, like same yeah. area, everything. Stuff be happening here like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've seen, like, I don't even know how to describe it for real. But I tried to take a picture of it. I'm sure it's on my old phone. But it was, like, waves in the sky. And, like, when it was lightning, it would go across those waves in the sky. But inside of the, inside of the clouds, it, I genuinely felt like there was something. Mm. And I don't know what it was. I can't even describe what it was. It just had a vibe. And I was like, all right, it's really time to get home because I don't know what this storm is. I don't know what's going on with it, but I'm out, you know. And like where I live is kind of like closer towards the Everglades at that time. So um, I had heard of people seeing stuff when they drive through to get to the other side of Florida. But. I was standing outside my house in the front, in the, in the front, front of the garage. And, um, I look up, you know, I look up in the sky a lot. Okay. Like, let's just be honest. Like my neck is like for real broke. Cause it's always up. And Same. yeah. And it's like, I see these, this one bright orange ball and it looked like it was on fire, but not like fire. It just was very bright, and it had, like, a little tip, like a tail, like it would have been. Imagine a comet, but not with a long tail. It was very, very short, like a nip, literally. That sound was the description of how long that was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's, like, still there was, like, a center to it, like a nucleus that I could see with my glasses on. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it was only about... I want to say literally at the edge of the Everglades. So maybe about 10 minutes from my house, maybe about 15 minutes from my house. That is the imagining how far that is from me. So this is small, but it's still very close. Mm -hmm. And like it's going left, it's going fast, but not fast enough for me to not be able to stare at it for an entire like two or three minutes. So I follow it down by going to the edge of the street and trying to look beyond the trees down the road and it disappears. So I'm like, dang, that was crazy. Did you see that? I was with my ex-boyfriend at the time. Did you see that? That was wild. And then we look up again and there's another one. There's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. And it's not a plane. I swear. Like I'm looking at this like looking at him like, all right. We both left our phones in the house. Mm. Oh, my God. So let me tell you, right? We met up with this guy at the park one time, and we just started chatting with him. I don't even know what happened, but he actually described seeing the same thing on a similar, like, close around the same time. 
He was mm. like, yeah, I actually have a video of my mom actually recording something when she was driving across and it was described as the same thing that I saw. Mm. And I was like, wow. Just wow. Mm. I was shook. I don't know what that was. Yeah. Yeah. Florida's eerie in some senses when it comes to stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure is. Remember that um, storm area 50 is 51 mm -hmm. um remember that uh, yeah i think so <laughs> did they do it was it successful um i can't quite remember what happened i know what happened was funny though <laughs> i feel like um, everybody just got turned i think around. it was only like a few people or something yeah and they were all white <laughs> sound like an interesting idea what storm in the yeah thing. i mean if you know I, I always think about that like um groups like how pa there's power in numbers oh my god yeah um and technically i mean i think they would have to massacre everybody <laughs> if y'all did that mm -hmm. <laughs> i think that I, I really like what you said there's power in numbers i think that collective consciousness is the power of humanity and the way mm -hmm. that people can come together and now it's like a million people coming together for this one thing and like it, they're strong you can't fight a million people you know what i'm saying like it's crazy yeah like no one really went They like had a whole weekend and like no one really. Oh my gosh. No one really showed. No, that's okay. What's What I find interesting is that they ended up declassifying some of those documents that, you know, you could really just spend the time reading instead of camping outside for, for the cause. But you know what? That's why they released them. Uh -huh. But you, And you know why they released them? Uh -huh. I was just going to say. Because um, we saw a real raid was January 6th. All the white people in the in the um, capital, yeah, that raided uh -huh. the capital. That's what they wanted yeah. Area Fifty One to look like. <laughs> yeah, that is what they wanted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like they were gonna bust up in something and see all the all the stuff, all the secrets. Well, they did it. I don't know, man. Some, some let me tell you, some part of me feels like maybe humanity's not ready for that truth, and that's why they've been trying to keep it secret for so long. I think, you know how we're talking about this, these um, shadow work questions? Mm -hmm. I thought it was just a second ago. Mm -hmm. That some part of me is noticing that I'm undoing all my conditions. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been conditioned to think a certain way, and now I'm kind of unraveling it. Yeah. And I'm also at the same time finding a lot about the United States for lack of better um, description of the thing, mm -hmm. um, kind of infiltrating all the institutions that I grew up with yep. that taught me to think a certain way. Yep. It kind of drives you crazy a little bit, don't it? A, a, a lot, a of, lot it. of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of it. We're here. I think about, you know, um, processes, mm -hmm. and you know what I'm talking about when yeah. I say processes, mm -hmm. but um, and how much thought and time mm. goes into planning this mm -hmm. to to for lack of a better word make somebody's life hell mm -hmm. trauma now if that little bit of time could have caused that much trauma on mm -hmm. one line mm -hmm. think about what's been planned 
for years and centuries year, and centuries decades and, and and the fact that those people like we just said about napoleon hill's book mm-hmm. um the fact that those people um have this code to life and everything that i'm learning in these mm-hmm. money books mm-hmm. that that now i know about mm-hmm. manifestation and yeah. everything they were used to send uh, send us in a different direction oh yeah there's a black magic to it yeah 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 and napoleon hill's book there's a chapter in there that talks about um the spanish flu and it didn't it didn't of course corona didn't happen with the, when this book happened but i saw the similarities to what was done in what was it the 1900s mm-hmm. for the spanish flu mm-hmm. um and the way that they would um signal fear in everyone was yeah. putting it in but they did the reverse mm-hmm. they were more they were more um I don't want to use the word compassionate, but it's all I got for you. It is compassionate that time, they to as evil, their people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they decided to not print any um, information on the Spanish flu, mm-hmm. like so not, not telling you about out. death counts and yeah. yeah, not doing all of those things. It was somebody there that felt and knew that that was not the right thing to do. And they were like, um, no, like, I feel like a lot of people are going to panic and feel like this is the end of the world. So let's not do that because we still want their money and they need to be alive to do that. Let's just tell them to protect themselves and be healthy, you know. But I feel like now it's it's at a different level. And I feel like um, we just have to really be careful and protect ourselves, protect our, our mind spaces and peace of minds and stuff. Because like the way that if we would allow ourselves to be controlled or allow ourselves to be manipulated by standard society views or values and morals and stuff and and not create our own Mm -hmm. and not like you know what i mean like when i say specifically breaking generational curses Mm -hmm. it's way more than just Mm -hmm. let me not traumatize my children it's it's a lot about self-healing it's a lot about finding those light bulbs it's almost like that is the game here Mm -hmm. it's like when you're playing pac-man you're eating the little marbles but like when you're in life you should be having a light bulb try to flash as many times as you can i guess or like you're trying to find enough light bulbs to keep things bright so you can keep seeing you know you don't want to fall into the darkness you know it gets dark in there so and if you're in the dark you really should be like let me try to cut cut the light on Mm -hmm. don't just be in the dark like it's nice in here Mm-hmm. in the dark no one's looking for a dark switch we're only no. looking for light switches. we're only looking for light switches and there is an on and off button so don't think that it's crazy that you're in the dark everybody falls in the dark but a lot of us should be trying to find the switch let me tell you it's so crazy that reminds me of a dream i, f- I swear i had like this inception moment and I don't even know, really. <laughs> so, um, this was when I was still staying at my parents' house. I was in my room, and my window was on the side, uh, facing the west side. So, when the sun was setting, my room would glow, be red, orange, pinks, and stuff like that. Mm. So, when I went to sleep, it was still daytime. Just took a little nap, you know. But, like, it was about to start setting. So, still kind of late in the day, in the evening time. So I'm sleeping, and in the dream, I wake up in my room. 
and everything's the exact same. And um, I was like, oh, okay, just chilling, you know, doing whatever I'm doing. And then I took a nap in the dream. Hmm. So I went back to sleep. But, like, just mm-hmm. kind of rested. I've had that happen eyes, to me before. Mm-hmm. Right? So I wake up, and I'm still in my room, but I still think I'm in the dream. Mm-hmm. So my brother comes to the room, and he's, like, just saying something or whatever. And um, and if I'm being honest with you, this dream was way longer than what I'm describing, but I'm just describing oh, the part yeah. where, like, okay. Yes, yeah, so I woke up, because there was some stuff that happened beforehand. But, yeah, so my brother comes in, and he's like, oh, what's up, da, 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 whatever. And I was like, yo, who put that stuff outside? And it was some like, it was some stuff outside that kind of creeped me out. And I was like really concerned. And I was like, what? And it was really dark in my house. I didn't even think anybody was home type of thing. So I went upstairs and I took a nap. That's kind of the story of why I ended up taking a nap midday. So um, my brother's like, oh, oh, I think that's mom's stuff. And then I'm looking at him changing to my mom. So he changes into my mom. And my mom is like, oh, yeah. Um, those were things that were passed on to me from my grandma or something like that. And I was like, what? And then I was like, okay, listen, I don't know who you are because you're clearly not my brother and you're clearly not my mom. So like, can you leave? And then they just walked away. Mm. So I'm freaked out. And I was like, I need to go back to sleep. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Because I'm like, I'm thinking I'm still in this dream. And clearly I am. I just saw my brother turn into my mom. So I'm like, I need to wake up. So if I'm thinking if I go to sleep, I'll wake up. So I go to sleep. I wake up. I'm still in my room. So I go to the bathroom. It's still dark in the house. It's nighttime now. And um, I go to the, well, it was, you know, dark in the house. But in my room, it was still glowing from the sunset. So I go to the bathroom, it's dark, it's dark, dark, like it's nighttime in the back of the house. So I'm like, okay, cut the light on. The light doesn't come on. All right, looks in the mirror, I can't even like see my own reflection, it's just dark. And so I go to the bathroom section of the bathroom and I try to cut the light on, no light. So I just use the bathroom, it's cool. Mm -hmm. And so I get up, I go back through, try to click the light on just to see. Just in case, nothing, I swear. Go back to my room, and the lamp is on in my room. Hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm just really confused. I'm just going to go to sleep. So this time, I was intentionally like, I am going to sleep so that way I can wake up because I don't want to keep waking up right now, and it's not reality, and I can't tell. And so I wake up. I swear I just wake up. I didn't have to, like, get in the bed and go back to sleep. I just said that and woke up, and then I was like, Went downstairs and was like, you guys, I don't know where the hell I just was, but I'm in the twilight zone. (laughs) Just understand me when I say that. Mm -hmm. And, of course, my family loves me, so they get it. (laughs) They get it. Yeah, I used to sleepwalk as a child. Well, I think like a couple times. I don't think it was a lot. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I, I tell people all the time, I have vivid dreams. Yeah. Um, I will start talking. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Whole yeah. conversations and <laughs> dreams, man. Waking up with phrases. So crazy. Right. Waking up with phrases. Yeah. I You want to hear a funny one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember I was in middle school and I was having a dream. I was in an argument with this girl in the, in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And I just wake up and I'm like, your mom's ugly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like shot up. Yeah. Out of my. 
what? Felt that in the spirit. Yeah. She was like, uh-uh, no, what? Let me tell you what I think that was, though. You was definitely in a parallel where that probably happened and you probably remember You want to know what's funny? Mm-hmm. My paradox with your mom jokes mm-hmm. is I have only said, I have only said a your mama joke twice. Mm-hmm in my life Mm -hmm. and both times their mom was dead (laughs) oh my god that's so i and so what's funny is the first time i said it um i was like oh i'm never saying this again and many years later so the first time i said i was in middle school many many years later i was probably 25 or 26 (laughs) and i was like you know there's Mm -hmm. no way like i could finally use this like i'm I'm not attached to that ideal ideology of Uh me and I say it again at work um, with this girl who's actually really nice. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't even know what she said. It was just a stupid, um, um, your mom, whatever, your mom's late. Because we, we were working yeah. and she was like, you forgot this. I was like, your mom forgot this or some, some mm-hmm. stupid thing I said. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, my mom's dead. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, I'm not going to say that she sliced it, but like she really just, she didn't have to be that dramatic. Like she was going to be like, hey, just so you know. <laughs> I'm sensitive. I don't know how she said it. She probably did say it like that. We were really, we're really cool like, still. Yeah, joking and um, stuff. Yeah, the first one was uh, boy, uh, one of my like second or third boyfriends uh-huh. and I didn't know his mom did. And oh man. So the two times that I use it, yeah it's not for you so the fact that it came in my dream like that i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. about your mom jokes Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think about past life regression and how like you can go back and find out what's important or what's what's uh i don't know needs to be worked on or discovered or explored about your past lives listen i can't really dabble too much just yet i'm still trying to figure out this life right mm-hmm. now and i don't know that finding out all the other stuff from the past can oh, even help but i'm just i'm saying. not even i used to be at that point where i was trying to figure out everything Girl, and now no. i'm like the less you tell me i feel like the better yeah, i'll be less me is more. <laughs> me and my line sister we did an episode and um we talked about uh bimbos being a bimbo being <laughs> you know just Mm-hmm. someone a little bit airheaded mm-hmm. and how they get through life just fine yeah. and how us knowing so much is not that beneficial like now like now i'm at the point where i'm like i don't need to read everything you see how you i know? read <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like even like advertisements and things yes. i'm at that point where I, you don't need to read everything mm-hmm. like stop reading everything well the thing for if me it's not resonating the, with you don't read no, it yeah My, and that's the thing i feel like on a consistent basis i have tunnel vision only to the things that attract my vibe good you know so like good. that that's where i describe butterflies and ducks and stuff good. where like i love it i pay attention to those things not pay attention but it's catching my attention and it's something that pleases me to look at and discover instead of like like you said billboard signs and stuff like that they're just trying to take my money and i yeah. know i shouldn't even look but i i, I have this curse this gift and a curse <laughs> um for reading everything <laughs> you like words uh not Maybe. even so much mm-hmm. I, I always want to know mm-hmm. i have a longing to know Curiosity. and i think yeah once when i was a kid i used to ask a lot of questions mm. um a lot a lot of, more oh. than most okay and um <laughs> i'm kidding and no and and when i learned how to read mm-hmm. i was like i don't need you people like you got my own I, words yeah i got my own words so it caused me to read just everything. everything and it's kind of it's a super i'm at the point though. where yeah. i'm like now you don't need to read everything no i mean but look at it though because like 
imagine again like you're driving and you see a billboard sign ain't nobody reading everything on that sign but like i saw it i saw what it was about and like i chink little picture in my mind of like what that was or could have been mm-hmm. and i'm satisfied with not not in knowing the entirety because if i if i really wanted to or if i really uh prioritized the the need to know what that sign said it, it's gonna eventually be inconvenient to me where i could either get distracted hit a bump in the road and boop a doop or i could like how do you say um go the long way make a u-turn to find out what that was now let me tell you if you've been looking for something and that sign is there as a blessing make that u-turn yeah or take an exit get back on the highway go north you'll find it again you know what i'm saying but you have to be careful with that because not you i'm just saying in general like sometimes not that i i am like curiosity killed the cat but it's like yeah, that is a part of there, that. There are some things that let's let's. It's uh, better you didn't know, mm-hmm. because you can go through this life very unscathed. Um, I think a lot of knowledge brought me. Well, I'm thankful for it. Don't don't think I regret it. I don't regret one bit of it. Right. But now I'm at a point where I'm noticing that the things that I filled my mind with that weren't necessarily beneficial. To my mind we all have maladaptive I, stuff yeah that's where i had to get to a point where i was like i can't read everything like yeah. i can't listen to everything mm-hmm. like, oh yeah i i wanted to because i was just so mm-hmm. in love with life and mm-hmm. and yeah there, a lot of those things exist but now and sucks that now you have this idea now that we're older this idea of time that we really didn't have growing up when we were we, when we were kids we were such in the flow of like, time not existing yeah. you went wherever your mom told you and to the go. days felt long. you didn't have to remember mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and you just ended up places yeah. like that was your yeah this is what we're doing today and we're mm-hmm. going now we're filling in those holes of someone taking you someplace mm-hmm. and you're like this thing doesn't end like <laughs> mm-hmm. gotta always make these decisions mm-hmm. and always do these things and Mm-hmm. It is like driving. I'm telling you, I do love driving. You guys. I love driving. For real, driving you get in like a meditative state you, in a sense, especially when you're going places that um, you've been to frequently, uh-huh. and you just go on this like autopilot. Oh, I definitely go on autopilot, especially mm-hmm. if I have to handle business on the phone or like you know, as far as a phone conversation that's important. Like, I know that like this is secondhand getting mm-hmm. home. I get home every day this way or like this, you know. Um, have you watched Soul? I love Soul. <coughs> Me too. The part yes. where they get in the zone. Yeah, the zone. Mm-hmm. I love the zone. I talk about the zone a lot, actually. Because um, I found first found the zone playing sports. Uh-huh. Uh, Me too. Mm-hmm. Track and field. Mm-hmm. It was something about being at and the And you line. also get, you get in the zone. You can get in the zone with absolutely everything literally everything and i guess it's anything that you put your focus into Say put hi. your full passion into you know so cute well we'll have that for another conversation yeah <laughs> thank you so much yeah you're welcome thanks for having me thanks for listening you guys i really appreciate it mm-hmm.